Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. how many Revenge of the Nerd fans we have out there. You know, I'm a big, I love those movies. I love 80s films so much. One of my favorite scenes from uh, Revenge of the Nerds Part 2 was when the nerds got stranded on that desert island. And I guess the, the, uh, the betas, they got kind of tired of listening to Ogre because he was going to brag about all the stuff they did to Overthrow the Trilams. Well, they got a little pissed and they threw Ogre over overboard too. And before you know it, there's poor Ogre. Poor dude. He's on the island with the nerds. Probably not very happy, but yet there he is. So they have to find a way off the island. And in the process of finding what they needed, if you, I'm not going to spoil that movie for you, um, but if you've seen it, you do know that during the night, that Booger managed to stumble upon some weed. Yeah, marijuana grown on the island. So they roll this stuff up, they smoke it, and they're having these weird discussions while they're laying there staring up at the stars. Two or three of these nerds passing this thing around. You know? And uh, they're talking about like quantum physics and all this crazy stuff. Stuff above my head. However, they pass it to Ogre, and Ogre's taking a toke, and uh, then he says, what if C-A-T really spelled dog? <laughs> and everybody's like, whoa, that's deep, Ogre. They were so stoked. It was funny. Anyway, the reason I bring that up is uh, I, I love reading some of these posts on Reddit. And there's some wild stuff out there. But, you know, let's zoom out for a moment, kind of like Ogre and Booger did. And this is from uh, Redditor uh, Mark McFry. And it says, I call it the zoom out theory. As mentioned, take the smallest life form we know, something like amoebas. Zoom out and they have no idea about the ticks. Zoom out again and the ticks have no idea about the worms. And as you keep zooming out, the worms have no idea about cats and so on and so on. And then he says, think it all stops with us is a pretty, to think it all stops with us is a pretty big statement. Guess it is. So Two Shanks, uh, Redditor Two Shanks replies, in your zoom out theory, we could very well be the amoeba in a much larger drop of water, so to speak. 
or possibly the equivalent of a virus or bacteria in a much greater organism. But we cannot see past our own perspectives. Man, isn't that kind of kind of interesting? I like that. But we cannot see past our own perspectives. That is so true in so many things. Not just the uh, ebb and flow of life. But um, it got me into this other really interesting uh, post. And I'm not sure who the Redditor is that posted this. Um, it doesn't say. Actually, I don't know why it doesn't. It says deleted five days ago. However, uh, this actually got over 4,000 responses, like just a thread of conversation. But this is, it says ex-CIA officer Jim Sinovan, and this is a quote from him, there's a whole other reality that surrounds us that we just simply don't have the ability to see. Well, kind of like that Redditor down there. Cannot see past our own perspectives. Well, I want to read through this real quick. <clears throat> it says here, I made a post just last week summarizing recent comments made by government insiders and scientists that describe how the existence of a reality all around how the existence of a reality all around us that we are unable to perceive could be a, a major aspect of the UFO phenomenon. Ex-CIA officer Jim Simovan added his name to that list of people in his interview last night on Coast to Coast AM. I imagine this was probably maybe a couple of weeks ago. I could go to the website and look. Uh, I may do that. Maybe uh, link that up on the Gonzo Chronicles Facebook page. And it says here, I guess this is from him, Jim Sinovan. I think they mentioned that the phenomenon is a natural part of our universe. And we're living in it, but we don't recognize it. The same way that insects and animals don't recognize the human universe. A cat and a dog could be running through a library, but they don't have the faintest idea what the books are all about and what the libraries are all about. We might be walking through our existence and there's a whole other reality that surrounds us that we just simply don't have the ability to see or interact with. It seems to be peaking inside our little consensus rea uh, reality. As I explained to somebody once, it comes close, it teases us, it cajoles us, it lies to us, but you can never take it home to meet the parents. It won't allow, it won't allow you to do that. There's no formal introduction. Add on top that there's no ontology, which is just a fancy word. It basically means there's no structure to even discuss this. We don't have a common lexicon. Somebody said we have dots, but no connections. I don't even think we have the dots. Um, and then that was the end quote there. It says here, Jim Simovan, Gary Nolan, Lou Elizondo, Frank Milburn, Tom DeLonge, and Jacques Vallée are all saying very similar things when it comes to the reality of this phenomenon. I have no idea what the implications are, but this narrative keeps getting reinforced by those who most likely have much more information than the average person. Zoom in and zoom out. Um, I'm trying to think there was a... Here, here's a quote also posted up by Redditor. Um, Zaptagus, I think. And it says here, I think this quote is a really good analogy for what might very well be the reality of the phenomenon. 
This is a quote by Frank Herbert. Think you of the fact that a deaf person cannot hear. Then, what deafness may not we may we not all possess? What senses do we lack that we cannot see and cannot hear another world around us? Well, yeah, it makes sense. Um, and then on top of that, actually, I saw another really interesting link. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Here in the uh, in Reddit, that um, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can go back to it. It had a map. Actually, here it is. This is really interesting. By Antiqua underscore Lumina, Redditor. Uh, a map of galaxies where a civilization from a billion light years ago with probes exploring at just 20% the speed of light could have reached Earth. Now, this is actually quite fascinating. Uh, it says here, and this, this Redditor goes on to explain, and this is just a day ago, um, each pixel is an entire galaxy or group like the Milky Way and the Little Dwarf Galaxy Companions. We are in the very middle, talking about the, the map up there. I'm going to link this over to the Facebook page. I've long thought that Occam's razor pointed to von Neumann probes, and in parentheses it says piloted by AI, capable of self-replicating and 3D printing a suite uh, of other things potentially, as the simplest explanation for the UFO phenomenon. Such probes do not need FTL travel to be here. Just a lot of time in finding pre-human Earth interesting enough to set up a permanent surveillance. Ever since I had, I've had this hypothesis, I just assumed that the probes would have been, would have to have originated within our galaxy. But then I did some back-of-the-napkin math recently and found that with some fairly modest assumptions, there are a ton of galaxies that could have reached us by now using this meth method. Uh, and it goes on below to put the assumptions. Actually, they were nice enough to put a lot of that there. So I'm going to copy and paste that right over to the Facebook page of the Gonzo Chronicles right now. Um, I'm curious of, of those who are listening, you know, since we're diving back into some weird stuff this week, uh, how many of you are uh, uh, believe in UFOs? Uh, how many of you, I'm curious, how many of you have had a, have seen a UFO? Or what you think might have been a UFO. Um, sometime back, a handful of years ago, I record, video recorded um, this uh, something I saw over my house. And I thought, well, you know, maybe that's because at the time they were talking about this, the International Space Station. And I thought, well, how, how freaking interesting. So um, I thought maybe that was it. But then as I kept looking at it, the object was changing shape. And I thought, well, I don't think from where I'm at, it would be spinning fast enough I would see shape changes. But anyway, it was, it was really, really quite weird. So I didn't really, uh, didn't really know what to think of that. So I put a, I videoed it and I actually put it up in, um, uh, on uh, YouTube for people to see. So, um, I, I don't know for what it was, maybe who knows what it was, but I've seen a lot of videos that look similar over the years that have been, as I was looking online for something similar. A lot of people posted videos like that uh, of strange anomalies they've seen in the sky uh, that they saw first with their naked eye that I really didn't see with the naked eye. 
but once I had the video camera on it, I did see it. So I don't know if it was like tricks of light or UFO or what. And UFO meaning doesn't mean it has to be something with a little green man in it. I'm talking just something that I saw in the sky that I couldn't identify. I have no idea what it was. However, here's a Redditor definitely throwaway who wanted to post this about alien abductions. I believe I was abducted by aliens. And it says here, and I'll read the, the uh, post from a definitely throwaway. I meant to do this a few days ago after seeing a request when I came here to submit what I saw um, that another person has also done. Weird. Here's my experience. I grew up on a farm in Victoria, Australia. I now live in the UK. What I believe to be abductions occurred from the time I was five to the time I was nine. There were four episodes in total. They all, they all followed the same pattern. I would be lying in bed and about to fall asleep. I would hear a ringing in my ears. I would feel intense nausea. The ceiling above me would move and start to shake. I would try to cry out, but no sound would come out of me. I would feel a sickening feeling as if I was moving very quickly and suddenly. The motion sickness multiplied beyond anything you can imagine. I would wake up, they put in parenthetic quotes there, wake up, come to, whatever, and find myself in a place filled with green and red lights that smelled like recycled air and slightly like vomit. I could feel that I was restrained but was not tied to anything. I just could not move my limbs. My legs would feel like they were burning, and a figure at the end of my body would keep putting a heavy, sticky, black liquid on them that momentarily cooled them. I was afraid to look at the figure and afraid for their face to turn towards mine. Someone else's hands was on my forehead, holding my hair back. Twice the burning sensation was on my abdomen and not my legs. I would be utterly terrified each time. When I woke up every time the next morning, I would find little pinprick-like spots on my body and would be sick in bed for days and incredibly weak. My mother recalls that I smelled very strange, like chemicals. I was too afraid to tell my parents, as I felt if I did, the same thing would happen to them. The doctors guessed that I was weak due to blood loss, but could not see telltale signs of viral or bacterial infections. I am not epileptic, and as an adult have been tested for all kinds of disorders, I'm perfectly healthy. I firmly believe that I was not sexually abused. I am otherwise a completely rational person, but this is something I've felt for a long time happened to me. I've never told anyone but a friend of mine in high school and my current boyfriend. I'm fully prepared for everyone here to mock this or call me a troll, um, but this is my experience. Um, anyway, I guess some people pop in and like give suggestions like sleep paralysis or, or you know, whatever. So there were some people trying to provide some rational explanations for this, but that was that person's experience. So I'm, I'm wondering if anybody else has had any kind of weird experiences or thought they had a dream. Um, but it turned out to be maybe something else and you had, I, I don't know, it, who knows? There's so many stories out there. Reddit's full of them. Um, you, there's no shortage of these stories that you can hear on shows like Coast to Coast AM and you know other types of shows. But uh, that's that's quite interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, as we dive back into UFOs this week. 
<coughs> speaking of outer space, you know, a galaxy far, far away. All right, I've been on this Darth Vader rant. And you guys have heard me do this a couple times. I even put a video out not long ago on YouTube. Just more just bitching about Darth Vader. Like how we how we need to find out like a little bit more what, what's life like. You can't be pissed off all the time. Disney's doing these shows like Obi-Wan that's going to be coming out. They did The Mandalorian. And now they're doing The Book of Boba Fett, which is a great show. If you haven't seen it yet, start, start watching it. It's on Disney+. Plus. But I want a Darth Vader reality show. What's this cat like at home? I mean, he looks pretty vicious, but does he does he listen to heavy metal music all the time? Or what's that galaxy's version of heavy metal? I'd love to hear it. Do they have Iron Maiden? Were they even lucky enough to know who Iron Maiden was? I can see that stuff being played in Vader's chambers. You know, maybe that's bedtime music to him. Who knows? But all that heavy breathing, like when you saw him get his legs hacked, or his leg and two arms hacked off by Obi-Wan, um... In that in the that one movie, uh, anyway, um, Revenge of the Sith. You know when he when they put him on the table and start doing the surgery on him, they put the prosthetic legs on him. He still had a torso. He still had like stumps down to his knees, right? He still had one arm, well, half an arm, and then he you know, his head and his torso. Like, how does this cat take a piss? You wonder. Like, you get that suit on. Like Ralphie from A Christmas Story, that's like, oh man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, what a pain! You know, I, I've often wondered that. And that heavy breathing in there, that guy's got to have some serious sinus problems. Uh, no joke, no joke. I often wondered, like NASCAR drivers going 500 miles, do they wear a diaper? I don't think Vader would wear a diaper. He's a little, a little too tough for that, and it would probably chafe really bad under that Vader suit, but. Yeah, I mean, with all the technology they have, I mean, he has to eat. I've never seen the guy eat or drink anything in all these movies. Well, when he was human, he did. But, I mean, you think by now they'd have, like, this little hole that opens up and he slide a cookie in or something. Give this guy some relief. You know, pour a little water down. You know, have a little, little place to, you know, put a bottle of soda. Something. But, you know, I don't know. There's so many questions. He can't be in a bad mood all the time. He probably has a little bit of a sense of humor. Right? I don't know. Disney, you have some questions to answer. But those of you who haven't watched the book of Boba Fett, this is really, really good. If you missed The Mandalorian and, you know, that one cool scene at the end when Luke showed up at The Mandalorian and, like, wiped out all those, uh, those um, I don't even know what you call those things, Sky Troopers or whatever they were, those machines. Killed them all. Destroyed them. And then uh, little baby Yoda went with him. Grigo, Grogu, whatever his name is. Well, guess what, folks? You get a little bit of fix of Luke Skywalker and Baby Yoda in this. So I'm not going to spoil it too much for you, but like if you if you want your Baby Yoda back, you get your Baby Yoda back. It's like around Episode Five, but you got to keep watching. It's actually a really really good series. I used to think the Sand People were assholes. Those are the people who killed Luke's mom, or uh, or Anakin's mom, and they're the same ones that you know. Uh, knocked Luke out, and they were going to kill him until Obi-Wan wandered along in the desert in the original Star Wars. I just thought they were just vicious assholes. I guess we get to know them a little bit because of Boba Fett. He climbed out of the Sarlacc pit. And uh, anyway, Boba's back. Jabba's dead. So this is when this takes over. He goes into Jabba's palace to take over, basically. 
But there are all these other warlords and gangsters, and there's going to be this war to see whose turf that you know that you know who gets job as old turf. But I got a question. Like there were some other huts that came along in this, and then they just kind of bowed out. I think they may be back, but they call the huts gangsters. What the hell was so scary about Jabba in the first place? I mean, he just scoots along the floor like a dog, raking his ass across the carpet. And I don't see like any like puddle of sludge behind him, like he's a lizard or a. I don't know. Lizards don't have sludge like snails, right? That's got to chafe, man. Walk. I mean, because he don't have legs, does he? I mean, unless it's under all that blubber, I have no idea. So I don't know what's so terrifying about these things. They can't run. They can't fight with a squirt of piss. I mean, Leia didn't even really know she had the force, but she choked that guy out um, with a chain while she was wearing a metal bikini, of all things. You know she was uncomfortable, but she still wrapped that chain around him and killed him. He didn't have enough strength to grab the chain and stop it. So what is everybody so afraid of the huts for? I never understood that. I'd be more terrified of Pizza the Hut from, from uh, Spaceballs than this. That's just me. That's just me. A couple other things I'm watching. I just started watching Castle Rock on Hulu. And I know that was originally on, I think it was Amazon Prime originally. But now it's over on Hulu. Um, two seasons. I don't know how many seasons they had, but. I just watched the first episode, and after I watched the first episode, I remember I started it a long time ago on Amazon Prime. I just never finished. I think I maybe got two or three episodes in. It's actually not a bad show. If you're looking for something else kind of creepy and weird like X-Files, the X-Files are on Hulu, but uh, there's a show called Wayward Pines, and that is really, really good. So um, you might want to check that out. And for those of you who just like, you know, blondes with big boobs, the Pam and Tommy, uh, uh, I guess the series about is on Hulu now about when they made a porn video. Somebody stole it and sold it. And then they got all upset. So, yes, the Pam and Tommy sex tape. They, made, they actually made a show about this. Um, why? Like, like seriously. Why? Uh, do we not have anything else to entertain us in our culture? We have Kardashians sleeping with everything. We, we, can't, we can't watch that? I mean, is that not enough for us? we got to see the story behind somebody stealing the Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape. Didn't we get enough of Motley Crue watching that show, that movie, The Dirt? Just, just tossing that out there. Just tossing it out there. Anyway... I think, I think I'm done blathering. Today's February 5th. I already talked about weird celebrity couples last time with Cooper on the show. And, um, yeah, I'll be back soon with something else weird. Do any of you read Reddit? Do you, do you ever go and read these weird creepypasta stories? There's all kinds of stuff. I may dig up some Skinwalker stories and talk about those next. Um, I know there's so much... So much talk around Native American lore and horror. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what are we talking about here? The Skinwalkers or The Empty Man? I don't know. If you haven't seen The Empty Man, actually, it's not a bad movie. I think it's on HBO or Showtime now. If you get a chance, just DVR it. Watch it when you get some time. Not a bad flick. All right, I have nothing better to talk about. So, um, I, I can't believe I brought up Pam and Tommy. Oh, yeah. 
Secrets uh, Secrets of Playboy is on A and E. My God, was was the Playboy Mansion like Jeffrey Epstein 1.0 before Jeffrey Epstein actually showed up on the scene? <sighs> Afraid it looks like it. Yeah. All right, folks. All our heroes are dead. Have a great day.